You're listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, Jamie Lee. This is Humans of Jeju. Welcome into the studio, Jay. Hi, Jamie. Hello. How are you today? Are you getting very used good. to the new equipment? No, it's um, <laughs> it's really awkward right now. I can. He- it sounds very different Doesn't from the, um, good, the other headset that yeah. we used to have. Yeah. This is probably just us, though. I think our camellias have the same voice oh, sound, really? but you know, it's just us in the mm. studio that probably feels yeah. a little different. I'm trying to get used to it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, you sound good to me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you sound perfect. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. So you're going to be uh, introducing somebody for us today but first tell us how you've been this past week um yes how I you've had some guests over on Jeju Island right a lot of people are traveling to Jeju right I got friends from Taiwan they're Uh visiting me from um you know they're visiting me in Jeju and we've been having fun uh-huh. Uh, we went to Hamdok Beach today. Oh, my favorite beach. And I noticed a lot of people were going into the beach as well. So, you yeah. know, swimming and... Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. You got to start doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> the beaches are opening early. Like yes. five of the beaches are opening early this year. And so it's officially opened. And so you can enjoy the major beaches. And I think that's going to have a lot of people flocking over to the beaches. Mm. Okay. Well, I can see you got a, a little, you got your tan <laughs> oh, <laughs> from yes, traveling yes, around yes. Jeju Island. It was pretty sunny outside. We had a beautiful weather today. It was really nice. Uh, just a little bit windy, but. I thought it was the perfect weather, you know, not too hot, not too cold. Just Good for your friends who are traveling yes. to Jeju Island. Okay, well, what kind of uh, human are you going to introduce to us today? So, let's listen to today's Human of Jeju. Okay. My name is Shinin Gi. I'm a teacher she reads books. Yes. So today's human of Jeju we're going to introduce is representative of Kim Young-soo Library mm-hmm. located by Jeju Book Elementary School uh, as well as a library activist. And her name is Shinin-gi. The name of the group that she leads is Kim Young-soo Library Friends. Mm-hmm. And she also mentioned that she's a mother of two middle school children. Also, when she introduces herself, she always introduces herself as someone who reads books out loud for people. Okay. So she reads books to children and elderly people. And even mentioned just a few days ago, she read a book to a grandmother uh, who she said really enjoyed it. Oh, so. I'm glad to hear that. Well, Kim Young-soo Library Friends is a very interesting name. How did she become a library activist? So she mentioned when she was young, she grew up in a very poor family. However, despite being poor, her parents always gave her books as gifts. Uh-huh. Uh, she said that was the starting point of her connection with libraries. According to her, she believes that in everyone's memories, there's an experience of solving their problems through books or through Ooh. library. Oh, I see. So it was her experience with books that opened the path for her to become a library activist. Then what kind of a place is Kim Young-soo Library? And let's listen to what she said first. Kim Young-soo 
제주 북초등학교에 있는 도서관이에요. 근데 김영수 도서관이 이제 학교 도서관이면서 어, 마을 도서관인 공간이에요. 그러니까 학교 도서관으로 운영될 때는 학교 있는 친구들이 이용을 하고 마을 도서관으로 이용될 때는 모두 다 사용할 수 있는 도서관인데요. 그 마을 도서관을 운영하려면 사람들이 필요하잖아요. 근데 그 사람들이 처음에는 어, 북초등학교의 학부모님들이 아니셨고 저처럼 책에 관심 있는 분들, 도서관에 관심 있는 지역 분들이 이제 만나게 된 거예요. 근데 그런 분들이 어, 어떻게 지내셨는지는 모르겠지만 책을 좋아하고 도서관을 좋아했었던 사람들인 것 같아요. 시작점이. 그래서 그런 분들이 모였고 저희가 이제 비영리 단체를 이제 만들게 되었고 도서관을 운영하게 되었고 도서관에 있는 그런 책 프로그램이나 모든 것들을 저희가 기획하고 운영하고 그러고 있습니다. Please explain what she says. Yes, so Kim Young-soo Library is a library located within Jeju Book Elementary School. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a space that serves as both a school library and a village library. Mm. So when it operates as a school library, it's used by the school students. And when it operates as village library, it's open to everyone. Okay. Uh, but in order for the library to function as a village library... They needed people to work there, uh, mm -hmm. volunteer. So initially, it was the local people in the area that were interested in books who volunteered to operate the library. Mm -hmm. That was the starting point for Kim Young-soo Library Friends, the group. Uh, as people began to gather one by one, they were able to form the library activist group. Together, they planned and organized book programs as well as various cultural programs as okay. well. Okay, well, it seems like it's a very active place. Um, it's amazing to hear about how well they're doing and how a school library expanded into a village library. Please tell us more. So this happened in 2019. Uh, initially, she mentioned there were six activists who operated the library, but now there are 11 activists participating. Uh, as for the name of the library, Kim Young-soo, the library was named after the school alumnus uh, who donated the library building for a celebration of his mother's 90th birthday. Oh. Uh, and this happened more than 50 years ago. Wow. The library was remodeled from an unused office space mm -hmm. and it's opened its doors in May 2019. Uh, the building of this library was a part of the Jeju Urban Regeneration Project, but it was a greater significance as the first case in Korea of transforming a school library into a village library and serving as a village education community as well. Okay. So the library is open to the public from afternoon until 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. and it's also open on the weekends. Mm. So it seems that the activists of the library would take turns in watching over the library. But besides from taking care of the library, what other works do Kim Young-soo library friends handle? Let's listen to what she said. 도서 사서 라이브러리언이라고 하잖아요. 사서의 역할도 하고 무슨 뭔가 기획자의 역할도 하고 문화기획자의 역할도 하고 지역 주민들하고 연결하는 역할도 하고 그다음에 어, 도서관 내에 있는 모든 독서 프로그램을 저희가 만들었었어요. 그래서 이제 그 독서 프로그램을 이제 학교에서 소개해 드리기도 하고 도내에 있는 학교에서 수업을 하기도 하고 그리고 원도심 소풍이라고 해서 여기 칠성로 아케이드에서 하는 한 달에 한번 토요일 날마다 하는 행사가 있어요. 그거를 통해서 이제 외부 도, 어, 김영수 내에 있던 도서관이 이제 외부로 조금 확장된 개념이라고 보시면 되는데 그런 행사도 진행하고 있고 제주마을 교육 공동체라고 해서 음, 마을 교육 공동체에 활동하게 된 활동가를 저희가 이제 양성하기도 하고 그리고 그거를 기반으로 해서 여름방학 때 제주 남초등학교, 제주 북초등학교 3학년, 4학년 아이들에게 저희가 돌봄을 해드리기도 해요. 
네, 그거가 지금 3년째입니다. 그리고 그 모든 프로그램은 저희가 전부 다 기획을 하고 운영을 하고 있습니다. What does she say? So, as mentioned earlier, Kim Young-soo Library Friends, the group, uh, they take on the role of librarians in the library. But instead of calling themselves librarians, uh, they go by activists because there's so much more that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also serve as cultural planners and are responsible for organizing various cultural events held at the library. Uh, they play a major role in facili- uh, facilitating communication and connections among local residents by creating programs such as reading programs uh, within the library. They introduce these reading programs to schools and even conduct classes in schools across the region as well. Another event she shared was an event called Urban Picnic, mm-hmm. held once once a month on Saturdays at c h i s o n g n o Arcade. In this event, they bring library books outside and they engage with more readers through the program. Furthermore, they conduct programs to train activists in Jeju village education community and even run a child care program taking care of third and fourth grade students from Jeju Nam Elementary School and Jeju Book Elementary School. along with the activists that they train during the program. Mm-hmm. And these training programs have been running for three years now. Okay. I just thought, you know, when you, it was interesting when you said Jeju Book Elementary School. It sounds like Jeju oh, yes. Book Elementary School. I was going to mention about that too. <laughs> so this is actually like the North, north Jeju Elementary. South, yeah. yeah. When we say Nam is South. Book means book north. Book means North. But it sounds like book, which is the book that we're talking about right now. <laughs> Library. Well, anyways, all these planning and activities are carried out by Kim Young-soo Library Friends. And it seems quite a lot of work for a group with 11 activists. But, you know, it's just great to to see so many people working uh, to help children and people in the villages to learn from books. So it's good to hear about this. If you are in Jeju. 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. Okay, let's continue on and talk about today's human of Jeju. The representative Shin Ingi of Kim Young-soo Library is who we are introducing, which used to be a school library and now expanded into a village library. We talked about the various types of work that they do than just watching over the library, but what kind of work did they, uh, what, what, what kind of work they, you know, Representative Shiningi do? I'm curious to know before uh, that she made her to be able to plan mm. such a diverse program. And let's listen first. Okay. 저는 저는 원래 그 중학교하고 고등학교에서 교사 생활을 좀 했어요. 10년 교사 생활을 했고 기간제 교사라는 게 이제 한 학교에 막 5년씩 4년씩 있을 수가 없거든요. 그래서 정말 좋았던 게 제가 1년에 한 번씩 학교를 옮기게 되는 거예요. 어, 전교사가 아니다 보니까 그게, 그게 장점이었다니까요. 그래서 굉장히 많은 학교를 굉장히 짧은 시간에 보게 된 거예요. 제주도에 있는 학교도 있고 서울에 있는 학교도 있어요. 그 내부에 보면 도서관이 꼭 있거든요. 모든 학교에는 도서관이 다 있어요. 근데 그 도서관이 약간 유휴 공간처럼 아니면 정말 갈데 없는 아이들이 잠깐 왔다 가는 그냥 책만 덩그러니 있는 그렇게 잘 활성화가 되는 도서관은 못 봤던 것 같아요. 어. 
그래서 이런 도서관을 좀 어떻게 하면 이 아이들에게 아이들이 도서관만 좀 살려도 방과 후에 다른 데로 이제 돌지 않고 학원을 가지 않고 그리고 돌봄의 기능을 할수 있지 않을까를 항상 생각은 했었거든요. 근데 그렇게 생각했던 것이 모여져서 뭔가 도서관 활동가의 일을 하고 있는 것 같아요. So she has some really good motives. Please explain. Yes. So she worked as a temporary teacher in middle and high school for 10 years, like a contract teacher. Uh, so th- she's not a permanent teacher, which means she can't work at one school for a long time and mm-hmm. have to move to different schools. So every year she had to relocate to a different school. She said that was a significant advantage for her because she could experience numerous school libraries. Mm-hmm. And experiencing all the libraries, uh, the thing that she found unfortunate was that the libraries in each school were not well active. Uh, Many times she said the libraries had books just sitting around without much activities to do. Mm -hmm. So she thought that if the libraries were actively operated, the students could spend their time there instead of having to go to the various academies that the students go to um, after school. And that was when she developed a belie- uh, belief that libraries could play a role in child care. And putting her thoughts together led to her current work as a library activist. Mm-hmm. So I do definitely think that this is a really great motive to have to start this uh, work that she does. And we've mentioned that Kim Young-soo Library Friends Group runs diverse programs and activities. But can you tell us about a program they've planned in detail? So let's listen again. 저희가 자체적으로 이제 만든 프로그램 중에 하나가 굉장히 유명하고 정말 재미있는 프로그램 하나가 여기 보시는 책보따리예요. 네, 책보따리 프로그램은 이제 보따리에 이제 쌓여져 있잖아요. 그래서 아이들이 호기심을 굉장히 자극을 하거든요. 그래서 이 책보따리를 풀면서 이제 다시 수업이 끝나고 매듭을 지을 때까지 협동을 해서 진행을 해요. 그리고 보따리 안에는 어, 제주의 이야기가 담겨져 있어요. 저는 개인적으로 저도 제주에서 자고 날았지만 났지만 이제 저희 아이들이나 다른 지역의 제주도에 있는 모든 아이들이 제주도에 대해서 좀잘 알았으면 좋겠다라고 생각을 했어요. 그러니까 자기가 태어난 지역에 대해서 잘 알고 자라는 아이들이 결국은 자긍심이 높을 거라고 생각을 해서 만든 거거든요. 그래서 제주 책보따리인데 첫 번째는 똥돼지. 똥돼지 그림책 보신 적 있으세요? 그 똑돼지 그림책에는 이제 저희의 선조 제주도민들의 이제 삶을 볼 수가 있어요 그림이 그래서 돛걸음 그리고 똥돼지 이야기 그리고 어떤 게 생태 순환적인 이야기인 거예요 정말 거시적으로 보면 근데 이걸 보고 저희가 전달하고 싶었던 건 제주어 어, 제주어를 한번 얘기를 해보고 제주의 명소를 명소를 찾아보고 이 제주의 명소의 과거 사진과 현재 사진을 매칭해 보는 게임을 하고. 그리고 나서 제주도 그 전도를 펼쳐서 그 위치를 이제 찾아보는 게임을 하는 거예요. So wow, they do a lot of programs. Can you explain to us? Yes. So she introduced one of the most famous and popular book program planned by Kim Young-soo Library Friends. It's called the Check Botari Book Bundle. Uh, just like the name of the program, the program involves a bundle that contains a picture book and various items connected to the book. Uh, this bundle greatly st- stimulates children's curiosity Mm -hmm. Uh, children work together to unwrap the book bundle Mm. they listen to the story and the lesson and then wrap it back up tie the knot and end the class Mm -hmm. so inside the bundle we showed picture as well Uh, there are storybooks well as other activity like the cars flash cars that they can play and a map as well and she says she wanted to introduce jeju island her birth 
birthplace as well as the children's birthplace to the children because she believes that children who know and understand the place where they live and where they were born mm -hmm. will ultimately have a high sense of pride. Indeed. So during the interview, she brought a book bundle with her. She mentioned that the theme for this week was Tongteji, <laughs> which is like the yeah pig. Right. Yes. And it was my first time seeing a Tongteji picture book as mm -hmm. well. And she said that through this book, she can explain how the ancestors of Jeju Island raised pigs and how they lived an ecologically sustainable life. Uh, in addition to the book, the students can play a game to learn the Jeju language and also explore the famous attractions around Jeju Island. And it's so important to teach children the Jeju language, isn't it? Hmm. So besides from Dongdeji, what are some other themes of the Chikbotari program? So in addition, there are various books related to Jeju history, such as like stories about Henyo female divers, mm -hmm. uh, Stone Walls, Jeju April 3rd Incident, Gwangaegun and the old downtown, uh, stories about the sea and marine environment, and the stories about Kimanda. Okay. So recently, they have also been using a collection of books about self-identity for classes in middle school and high school students. Mm. So the more we listen, I think it's more interesting. Did she talk about any other programs as well? So second program she introduced is called Mikkum Dokso which means underlining reading. Mm. Uh, it involves reading and underlining sentences that touch the heart or you want to remember. I see. So afterwards, with around 50 children, uh, they each discuss about the underlying parts that they underlined. Mm -hmm. They share why they underlined certain parts and how they felt about it. And then they choose the best sentence of the day. Uh, wow. That's the program. Mm -hmm. uh, the third program she introduced is called the Chakshim Samil program, mm. which means three-day challenge program. Okay. So she mentioned it's difficult for people to stick to a plan for more than three days. Do you agree? I do. I do too. <laughs> so they created a program where children come to the library for three consecutive days. Uh -huh. And they read books at their designated time. The key point here is that when a child uh, struggles to choose a book, the members approach them and recommend the book for them. Mm -hmm. So in order for that, the program organizers have to read all the books in the library. If the children succeed in reading books for the three consecutive days, they receive a certificate of completion. Mm -hmm. uh, which, with such programs, uh, they promote the village library to many people and try to bring local residents together. I see. And when we talk about being activists, it's similar to voluntary work, isn't it? Mm. Not working for financial gain, but looking at the programs they've introduced so far, it seems they have a lot of work to do, like a regular office worker. Um, I'm wondering now, how does she manage with all the work that she has to do? So she mentioned she's been operating the village library for five years and has realized something. Mm, what's that? Uh, she said... What she realized is that people are the most important factor. Oh, that's so true. So initially, those around her kind of discouraged her about working so hard. Uh, they were concerned that she might, you know, tire herself out since it was a volunteer work. Mm -hmm. uh, many people worried about her, but she says she never, you know, decreased her workload and she did just the opposite, which was she increased it. Oh, so she my was goodness. doing more work and work. <laughs> oh, boy. And she said that. She was doing this because she found the work interesting and enjoyable. Uh, while she didn't have a sense of like calling or a mission from the beginning, 
She developed that mindset as she continued with the work. She also expressed great joy when she uh, when her efforts and activities have an impact on other libraries as well. Mm. Uh, in fact, there's a growing movement in Jeju Island to extend the library opening hours. Mm-hmm. And recently, library officials have visited Kim Young-soo Library seeking for her consultation. Awesome. Uh, and there are also other schools trying to expand their library's accessibility to local residents. Mm-hmm. And at such moments, she said she feels a great sense of pride as that well. That is good to hear. So who are the people that participate in Kim young Library Friends Group? And are they mostly parents of the students, I wonder? So among the initial six participants, uh, there weren't any school parents from Jeju Book, the North Elementary School. Uh, now that they're... L- 11 members there's actually now two parents from the Jeju Book Elementary School and the rest of the members are parents from Nam Elementary School, Dong Elementary School and Seo Elementary School. Uh, in addition there are individuals like representative Shiningi who are not affi- uh, affiliated with any school mm-hmm. but simply just love library. I see. Uh, all the members have a common mindset which is to welcome anyone who visits the village library and they strive to help children to become good adults. Yes, this is a really good facility for just that. Yes, so furthermore, she mentioned that even among our our listeners, if anyone wants to join, anyone can join and participate in the activities that they make. All right, well, this is a story that makes us think once again about the positive influence that libraries have on our lives and especially our children. I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Arirang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul. So we were talking about Shin Ingi, the representative of the Kim Young-soo Library Friends, who works as a library activist, as a volunteer at the school library. So let's continue on our conversation. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us? So she mentioned that if anyone wants to join and participate in activities with the Kim Young-soo Library Friends, uh, you are welcome to knock on their door anytime. Oh, okay. uh, nowadays, there are even people who come to the library and ask when they are, re- uh, when they are recruit- recruiting new members because mm. their activities have become so well-known. Oh, that is good to hear. And among the library programs, they operate the Jeju Village Education Community as well. Uh, where they train members for their club as well. Mm -hmm. So the training period is currently underway, and after completing the education training and the workshops, individuals can become members of the library as well. That is awesome. If anybody is interested or needs uh, some work to do, I think this would be a great opportunity. Are there many people applying for the group? So three years ago, there were 25 applicants. And last year, she mentioned there were 22. This year, a total of 20 people have applied. Mm-hmm. Uh, among them, 15 people regularly participate in the education program that they uh, provide. And currently, the members, the 11 members, are actively involved in rotating roles to operate the library. That's great. So they divide the tasks among themselves, such as program planning, uh, external lessons, and organizing external events as well. Oh, wow. Organizing events is not an easy task. Mm. Working as a library activist, I imagine there are many memorable moments that they remember. Can you share some of these mentions? So she she mentioned a very heartwarming moment. Uh, It was when students who graduated from elementary school come back as middle school students. 
She said they visit during exam periods or sometimes while taking a break from playing outside or they just simply walk by and come with their friends. She said seeing those children grow and develop well brings her immense joy. She hopes that the library's doors can be open to more people so that people can experience how children grow into good adults in this place. Mm -hmm. And in order to achieve that, she believes that more people need to read more good books and visit libraries as well. Okay, well then, what are some of her future plans then? So one of her continuous um, aspiration is for more people to use the library. Okay. Additionally, she hopes that library activists can be recognized as professionals in their field as well. She wants people to understand that what they do is not just the voluntary work, but a highly professional job with a sense of professionalism. Mm -hmm. So she also mentioned her desire for urban regeneration projects, not only to revitalize like idle spaces, Mm -hmm. but also to see projects centered around people where people can take the lead in operating and running activities. Right. And are there any similar groups like Kim Young-soo Library Friends in other regions, I wonder? So according to her, the Korean Library Friends were actually the first to play the role of library activists. Uh, Afterwards, similar groups were formed in various regions under the name Blank Blank Library Friends Mm -hmm. uh, to assist libraries. And Kim Young-soo Library Friends is one of those groups, and it adopted its name from there as well. Uh, It operates as a nonprofit organization, and there are about 120 people who donate 2,000 won each month. So you can visit Kim Young-soo Library or apply for donation through their website. The donation funds are used for developing programs and planning events. Awesome. Okay, so here's my last question that I like to ask. Uh, I'm curious to hear about the famous attractions on Jeju Island that the representative recommends. Yes, and let's listen first. 제주도의 보물 중에 보물은 오름이라고 생각을 해요. 굉장히 많은 368개의 오름이 있잖아요, 제주도에는. 그 중에서도 어 개인적으로 저는 저희 가족의 뭐 추억도 있고 저희 뭐 아버지와의 추억도 있고 있는 그 따라비 오름. 근데 따라비 오름이 가시리에 있어요. 굉장히 능선이 아름답고요. 올라가고 내려가는데 약 1시간 반 정도 소요되는 오름이거든요. 그 오름 이제 추천합니다. She talks about an autumn. Yes. So according to her, Jeju Island is known for its beautiful seas and halasan. But the real treasure of Jeju, she thinks, is its autumns. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, are, there are about 368 autumns, the small volcanic hills on Jeju Island. And among them, she recommends the Tarabi autumn, mm-hmm. which holds memories with her friends for her and especially with her father. Awesome. Uh, it's a beautiful autumn with a scenic ridge and takes about one and a half hours to climb up and down. Tarabi autumn it is. And I do totally agree with her. The autumns here on Jeju Island are absolutely beautiful yes. and worth trying to visit. Well, thank you so much for introducing another human of Jeju. It's great to hear all the wonderful things that our humans are doing. And this one today we introduced to you uh, is uh, making sure that children and villagers read more, which is great. Well, thank you so much for your report today and we'll see you again next Next week. Okay, see you next week. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at adidamradio.com. 
Or you can check out our Facebook page at The Wonders of Jeju, as well as our Instagram account with the handle at WOJ underbar Arirang. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island.